Welcome to Diva Talk Radio Studio D, an insider's view of diabetes news and information beyond the headlines. Here's your host, Mr. Diva Bettis. Hello, divas and dudes. Are you ready? Because I'm ready to welcome you to Diva Talk Radio Studio D. I'm your host, Mr. Diva Bettis, and joining me today is a happy diabetic, Chef Robert Lewis. Hi, Robert. How are you? I'm happy. Are you happy? You know what? I've never had it so good. Now, so many people, when they talk about diabetes, are always saying it's a downer, they get depressed, so to have someone who calls themselves a happy diabetic is pretty great for us on our show, because we like to make it entertaining, too. So, what makes you the happy diabetic? Great question. For me, it's learning how to manage my diabetes and how to get my A1Cs in line to just make me feel better. And, you know, I've figured out a formula that works for me, uh, and it's it's awesome. And so what is your formula? Um, great question. Moderate exercise. I eat five times a day. Three main meals, two mini meals throughout the day. Um, smaller portions, lower in carbohydrates, lower in fat, and a little lower in calories. Was that overwhelming for you when you were first diagnosed? Were you a chef when you were I first was, diagnosed? yeah. yeah. So you were diagnosed how long ago? Uh, in 1990, I think 1998. And you were already working in the food industry. I was. I was GA graduate from New York. Um, yeah. That's the Culinary Institute. Correct. And yeah, so great. how did you make, was, was counting carbs easier or more difficult for um, you? It was difficult. It was all very difficult. As a matter of fact, for the first six months, I just went through the worst case of denial you've ever seen. I mean, I, I, I put my head in the sand and didn't want to really realize that, hey, I have this disease and I better figure out what it takes. It's, so after about six months of not feeling well, not doing well, um, I just came to the realization that if I don't get my act together, things are not going to look good for me. So what was like the first step you took to kind of move forward in that direction? Um, worked very closely with a certified registered dietitian who could figure out for me my likes and dislikes and what I needed to do. Because there was so much information people would throw at me, the, the Internet, everyone had an opinion about diabetes, it was so confusing. I figured, I'm just going to go find a, you know, and I didn't spend a lot of money on this. It wasn't very expensive, but the information was invaluable. And I had kind of what I call a diabetic spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of came to the realization that I've got to figure this out. Now, you're surrounded by food all day long, so this is another right. issue for a lot of people living with diabetes. Right. How, do you, how do you manage that? Um, you know, for me, there's a certain amount of willpower and a certain amount of, foods that keep me full. So I try to eat a very high-fiber diet. And those are foods like beans and, and complex carbs, like, like fruits and vegetables, that keep me full. So I don't have that temptation to be nibbling all the time. When you're eating a diet rich in simple carbohydrates, white carbs, as I like to call them, they make you hungry, they make you tired, um, they, they play tricks on your body. So I try to avoid those foods. Do you feel that when you're creating recipes, is it easy for the women who are listening to our show tonight, if they want to switch, say, from white rice to brown rice or go to whole wheat pasta, do you have any tips about using more fiber-enriched foods? Um, You know, the the only tip would be that everything in moderation, for sure, is is a good idea, but going from the white grains to the whole wheat, it's not a big deal. It's just a matter of getting used to it and not going down the supermarket aisle and picking out those things that you're just so used to eating. Try something different. Take baby steps. You know, don't buy a lot of it. Try a little bit. Get used to it. Um, and I think after a while, you'll just feel a lot better. Your body will feel better. 
Well, when I think of the Culinary Institute, I think of a lot of sauces. Yeah, so, I mean, bet. how do you get away from sauces as a chef? Because you're not, you, I assume you don't use as many sauces. Uh, you know what? I love to make sauces. And what I try to do is substitute ingredients that make them um, healthier. So I don't use a lot of heavy cream. I don't use a lot of butter. But I use a lot of olive oil. I, I'll use half and half. But I think the biggest difference is I'm not eating a cup of sauce. I'm having a couple tablespoons. Enough to make me feel really good about it, and the flavor is great. And so your recipes are available. You have a couple cookbooks, right? Yes, I do. Um, they're available. Happy Diabetic. HappyDiabetic.com is my website. There's also a blog. There's a Facebook and a Twitter um, action going on there. But, I mean, I try to look at ways for people to eat simple foods and make them taste phenomenal. And if we had to have three things in our kitchen to help us do that, what would you recommend? Uh, I would recommend olive oil, monounsaturated fat, canola oil. Those kinds of oils are the healthy fats. I would have a lot of great selections of dry spices, oregano's, basils, uh, marigolds, those kinds of things. Uh, And garlic, for sure, would be a component of that. And then lots of fresh vegetables, lots of fresh fruit. You know, shopping on the outside edges of the supermarket really is key because that's where all the help. People are always scared about fresh produce, I feel like, when it comes to squash and picking out squash. Yeah. What do you recommend for that? Because a lot of people just don't, they don't know what to do with it. They don't know what it is in the grocery aisle, and then they don't know what to do with it when they get home. Have yeah. you ever worked with, like, spaghetti squash? Yeah. Yeah, spaghetti squash is probably one of my favorite items. And it's not very difficult, simple, simple to make. Um, but like anything, it takes a little bit of practice and a little bit of courage. Um, you know, I'm not really a plumber. But, but I think I could change a, a washer in my sink, but I wouldn't have thought it until I tried it. So, you know, a spaghetti squash cut in half with a little bit of water in your microwave for about 15 minutes, scrape it out, it's, you're done. I mean, it, it can be that simple. Or it can be much more complicated, but me, I'm all about simple. So well, fast and easy. And you are the happy diabetic, so we have a challenge for you. Okay, I'm ready. When we have stuff, we like to say the picky eater palate pleaser. Yes. And so I'm going to give you a food that people don't like. Okay. And you're going to tell me as quickly as you can how you would make it tempting to someone who doesn't want to eat it. I'm up for the challenge. Bring it on. You have got one of my all-time, my personal all-time uh, foods that I don't like, lima beans. Okay. How would you get me to enjoy a lima bean? Wow. You know what? A lima bean is like a food of love. So here's what I like to do with this. I like to take a lima bean. If I'm going to make something hot with it, what I'll do is I'll take a little bit of garlic and a little bit of extra virgin olive oil. Now, not a lot because one tablespoon is about two hundred, about 128 calories. So easy does okay. on that. And I like to saute that with some red onion, red peppers, and boom, simple and easy, a little oregano, and I'm done. And what's it, I mean, I don't know why I have such a fear of it. I guess they think yeah. the lima beans that came out of a can, so they just don't taste good. Yeah. Where do you get lima beans if you want it? You know, all can? You're going to buy them frozen. And that's where you got to go. Okay. I mean, I would avoid canned vegetables. I would avoid, I would I would definitely go after the frozen vegetables if you can. Okay. And, and one of the great things about frozen vegetables is they're picked in the field and frozen almost immediately. So you have great flavor, great color, and great vitamin content. As a matter of fact, some people even would think that frozen vegetables have more vitamins than a fresh vegetable that was picked in California, put on a truck, shipped across the country. A couple of weeks later, they come to your supermarket. You know, it's deteriorating. All right. So there's nothing wrong with frozen. Awesome. And I would avoid a lot of sodium. Well, there you have it. So tell us once again, the Happy Diabetic, you can go get your cookbooks on happydiabetic.com.
All right, divas and dudes, we're out of time, but I want to remind you that Studio D is available on demand anytime. And I'd like to thank my special guest, the happy diabetic, Chef Robert Lewis, for joining me today. My pleasure. Thank you. Please visit our blog, visit our Facebook group and fan pages, and log on to our website at divabetic.org. Remember, every diva and every dude has an entourage, and I'm so glad to be part of yours. On behalf of Divabetic's Diva Talk Radio, let's stay happy and stay healthy together. Diva Talk Radio Studio D is produced by the national nonprofit Divabetic, providing wellness with a while for people living with and affected by diabetes. and more this month on Diva Talk Radio. The next time someone calls diabetes a touch of sugar, remember the bitter truth. Diabetes and its complications are deadly. Inspired by Luther Vandross, my late friend and boss. And my loving son. Divabetic helps people living with or at risk of diabetes to take charge like a diva. Disciplined, informed, visible, and active. On the web and in your community, visit us to make over your diabetes. Thank you.